2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome to
3: the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin.
4: When it comes to nudity, when did you just not need to see that? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Daniel.
5: Welcome to the Men's Room.
6: Liquor and whores! Liquor, Liquor and, and
5: whores!
6: Oh, uh, I, I just remembered uh, about our, um, every Friday, me and a lesbian couple that I lived with and a friend of ours, we would always play uh, naked about wee bowling. But that's not why I called. Um, so what, uh, my story was uh, the exact opposite of, of what I saw. It was more of me flashing everybody over the course of, of an entire night at a campground down in, in Little Rock, Washington. It was uh, uh, summer of around 96 or 97. It was following the Grateful Dead um, the, from uh, Seattle down to, uh, uh, it was, uh, I believe it was Portland. And uh, that day, it was a weekend, uh, a, a gentleman named uh, Gideon, uh, Israel, he had a, a party four times a year, a celebration. And it was at his uh, property, and they called it Rainbow Valley. Well, needless to say, a bunch of hippies, you know, following the dead going down, the, you know, following the shows down the, the West Coast. We had a uh, uh, multitude of acid, a multitude of mushrooms, and during those times, there a bunch of peanut butter thing got mixed in there as well. Well, needless to say, I had no problem, you know, bouncing from... Campground to, or camping spot, to camping spot, sitting high, playing cards. I blew, I blew up well, my my shorts. I was going commando, but I blew up my shorts. I had no clue. I didn't even feel the breeze. I was having such a good time, but I had always gotten some sort of a weird look, or a wry grin, or a, a comment of, "I want what he's on." Or, you have yourself a good night. And it wasn't until about, sure, 4 o'clock in the morning when it all kind of like just dawned on me that pretty much it flashed, uh, you know, a good 50 people.
5: Okay. All right. But to be fair, I feel like if you're following the dead, if I were to follow the dead down the West Coast, I just assume I'm going to see a lot of naked people. Mm-hmm. Right? It just It's like a festival, anything. Like, oh, you're going to see some nudity. There's no doubt about yep, it. It's yep. the dead. And it's also acid. And right, I put these two look, things look, together. I we're at uh,
4: Oregon Ridge, which is like an outdoor amphitheater in uh, outside of Baltimore. Not exactly as big as White River, but it was on a big hillside. It used to be an old ski slope. Okay, so me and my buddy, same thing. He just said peanut butter and jelly sandwich with mushrooms in the middle. Right, he eats one sandwich, I eat the other sandwich. This is uh, uh, P-Funk is playing this night. Oh, nice. So there's, it's, 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 there's so there's four or five bands that are opening up. It's like an all-day thing. Right. We're, we're sitting on a blanket on the hillside, and all of a sudden, my buddy Scott takes off his shirt, he takes off his pants, he takes off his underwear, he takes <laughs> off his Scott's, uh, socks, and Scott goes running into the woods. <laughs> what are you thinking? And I'm out? like, oh, no. like what? Because typically, when you're in that state of mind, it was just me and him that were there. Right. You need a partner in crime who's kind of or just you can just maybe talk them out of anything dumb or you, you, you're on the same wavelength Sure. So you're hoping that they're staying together and keeping it together and staying with you and he just bolts into the woods and I'm just like, naked. Oh my God So I go try to find him. I'm like, Scott man, where are you? Where are you? And he's like hiding behind trees going hee. <laughs> and then he' like run down the trail And then I'm like, the hell then I turn around and I realize now another hour's gone by he's still not back yet. So I'm like, okay, look, I am enjoying the music, but I'm again I'm by myself and I'm right. I'm reaching that level of like, hey man, like, you know, this is <laughs> Need some support. And I, now I'm getting worried because now that's kicking in, like, I wonder if he got lost. So I go in about, I don't know, two hundred yards into the woods on the the only trail that was that I saw him run through, right? And I'm like, I'm calling out his name and I just hear him going, Hee hee, he and I'm just like, Where are you, dude? And he pops out naked and he goes, Boo, and then he goes back in behind the tree. And then finally, like I, I just ran up to him, like dude, you have got to get back here. And I dropped his clothes off at the beginning of the trail. Like right, I brought right his that. clothes off because at this point in time,
5: more people are coming in, right?
4: Right. There, there was there was areas around us where there was no one with a blanket. You know, it, it hadn't really filled in yet. This is early in the afternoon. So, but by that time, you had to like walk really careful just to make sure you didn't step on on someone else's stuff. Sure. So he's going to be walking by a bunch of families with coolers <laughs> and kids and all this stuff. So I, I've got his clothes on. I'm like. You've got you've got to to put your clothes on. And he bolts by me, man. And <laughs> he starts like doing zoomies on the top of
7: the hill naked. Oh my God.
5: Running
4: around going, Wee. And I'm just like, oh my God. And have it eventually. I finally got him to sit down and put his clothes on and come back down to the blanket. And he as soon as he got down to the blanket, he like fell asleep for a minute. Then he woke back up again and he's like he's like, Hey man, where are we? And I'm like, we're we're, we're at the <laughs> show. We're at Oregon Ridge. And he's like Man, this is crazy! I'm like, you have no
7: idea. He didn't even know that how he'd been crazy, naked hiding in the woods. How crazy this has been for me! So I mean, he's got to put at least shorts on.
4: Yeah, anything. Yeah. He was having a blast. <laughs> I, I, just, I just had to, I just had to corral him in. And, and, you know, he,
5: but he didn't really remember being naked in the woods.
4: No, no, he didn't remember any of it. He, he didn't remember <laughs> like even the next day. I was like, dude, that was that was a bit much. He's like, what? And I was like, and I was like, what band did you see? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, all right, who did we go see? He's like, oh, well, you know, we got to see Bootsy Collins and, you know, uh, P-Funk and all that, and uh, George Glenn. And I was like, do you remember any of it? He's like, no. I mean, we're talking, their stage show is like a carnival. Right, 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 right. Their visuals and things that are spinning around and all the colors and the lights and stuff. This is not a, this is not a concert you, you, you forget. <laughs> this, is, this is like, you know, seeing a laser light show or something. Right. You definitely know that this was a... They turned it up, you know. For sure, for sure. I mean, he didn't remember any of it. Or being naked in the woods. No, no. And I told him, he's like, I did not. I was like, yes, you did, man. I was like, you took all your clothes off and you ran around. You were gone for like an hour and a half, man. And he's like, I was not gone for an hour and a half. I'm like, I had to go in there twice to try to find you. And every time I did, you just jump out of a tree and go, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then you run up the trail some more. <laughs> i was like, eventually you'll find your way back, I guess.
3: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again
7: for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and
3: listen to some swell epic new music.
4: Oh, look, it's Terry Daly in studio.
8: Good day. Good day, gentlemen. Oh, what
4: a lovely day we have outside. It, it just oh, is yeah. beautiful. It yeah. is beautiful.
8: Couldn't ask for more.
4: We're doing uh, sunshine songs today, right? In honor of the, uh, the weather? Is that
8: that would put me in better spirits for sure. Mm-hmm.
4: It is one of those days where you can just kind of uh, kick back, uh, eat a bowl of chili in the middle of June, and, and maybe watch a movie. <laughs> How about <laughs> yeah. cream of crab soup? Right. That's this what is, I'm this going on to. snuggle
8: weather for sure.
5: Meatloaf.
4: Something in a crock
5: pot. It's a snuggle weather, you're right. Mm-hmm. Snuggle weather. Except I have roasted garlic farts, so no one's trying to... <laughs> no one is snuggling Point with me right that now. that way. Are you, st- are you ready for some football?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it feels okay. like it. Man, this is
5: a... Other than the Mariners, this is a tough time
4: of the year if you're into watching sports. Yeah. Correct. It really is. It's a, it's, a, it's a dry space. Let's be honest, Miles, even for the Mariners, this is a... <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a dry <laughs> space. Yeah. They're a really not space. helping. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe a good night to watch a movie. Uh, you've got uh, some tunes that uh, when you hear the tune... You immediately think of the movie that associates it with. That's correct. So, like, I think, uh, not that they're my favorite movies, but... oh my, Oh, God. Say anything with John Cusack when he holds the boombox up. Is it In Your Eyes from Peter Gabriel, although it was a Fishbone song for...
5: Yeah, the truth it, is, so in that iconic scene, as it were, when we started celebrating stalkers and people that can't take a hint, uh, he was actually listening to Fishbone, right? And he kept dancing, because he's a Fishbone fan. So the directors kept yelling at him, saying, man, you have... To stand still, but he refused to stop playing fishbone, and then yeah, they dubbed over Peter Gabriel. What's Peter Gabriel? Yeah, in your eyes, and that,
4: that became the that became the most uh, iconic scene in the movie when he's stalking her outside.
8: And you
5: know what I did? I bought a boombox, a trench coat, and just stood outside of women who I thought were hot and played <laughs> mm-hmm. them. That's it works weird. like a charm. That's not you weird. never get pepper sprayed or have the cops called on you.
4: Yeah, uh,
8: definitely not in 2023 mm, for sure. You <laughs>
4: yeah. can always guarantee a good soundtrack from a Quentin Tar- Tarantino. Oh movie. yeah, correct. So he, no matter what, I mean, even if it's tunes that you, uh, you're just being introduced to, like Urge, Overkill, Girl, you right, right, right. old Neil Diamond track, or hell, even, uh, you know, Reservoir Dogs. Yep. There were some iconic scenes in that. Then on the other side of it, like Goodfellas. I remember... Um, I love that album. Layla. Oh, yeah. Was uh, predominantly featured from Derek and the Dominoes mm-hmm. in,
5: in a pretty intense scene. So I think music music can really tell a tale. I had the Tiger, brother. I had the
8: Tiger. That
0: is the
5: ultimate montage song. It really is, right? You hear that song, you feel like, you know what, man? In seven minutes, I can train to fight a heavyweight. Well, there's the best around from uh,
3: uh, Joe Esposito. Yeah, I mean, that's another. Yeah. One.
7: I'm talking montage,
3: right? I mean, if it's
7: just a montage, you're correct. I have the tiger. <laughs> but I'm with Miles. Like the Goodfellas soundtrack, top to bottom, has a lot of good songs. in Sure, right? sure.
5: Also, so,
8: that that scene in a in a Dazed and Confused where they he rolls out. What does he drive? Like a GTO or something like something that? Like and that. His sweet Emotion, I believe, yeah. is the yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> also, Fog Hat uh, is is in that. like. Yeah. There's just some really classic yeah. soundtracks yeah, yeah, yeah. like Ho- that. Holiday you know?
4: Road from uh, from uh, oh god, Lindsay Buckingham on oh, the Vacation soundtrack. Yeah. Shack had, mm-hmm. a, had a great soundtrack as well back in the day with Kenny Loggins. Kenny
5: Loggins did a soundtrack for every damn movie that
4: came Footless. out in the 80s. My it, God. And
8: if you're in Seattle, the single soundtrack is like, yes. It's one of the greatest of all time. Exactly.
4: So today we have 10 songs that immediately make you think of a movie that you've seen. This is ben. 10, number 10. Jaws 3. <laughs> now this is Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo speed. Okay, this is Life is a Highway, but this is not Tom Cocker. This is from a
7: newer movie? I
4: don't
7: know this one. This is Rascal Flatts.
4: This is Rascal Flatts. Yeah. Thing. Okay. What is the movie? Is this is from he's... my childhood, yeah. Oh, it's Cars. Yeah,
3: that's right. It is Cars. Lightning uh, uh, right.
4: yep. All right. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, All right. Yep, yep, yep. By You're the right. way, if you ever get a chance to go to a Disneyland and Universal, or not Universal, with the, with the MG, what's the other theme park they have? I thought it was. No, Florida. The one right beside.
8: Uh, it. California Adventure. California
4: Adventure. Yeah. They have a Cars ride there, and it's one of the best rides I've ever been on.
8: That's awesome. Really?
4: It was it was it was a long line, okay, but it was worth it. When I, when we got up there, I was like, "All right, man, this is kind of slow to start out." Then we get on the racetrack, we're out racing between the you know in, in these mountains. Yeah.
5: It was awesome. It was an absolutely awesome ride. Mike, you were digging this song, man.
3: <laughs> man, I love this you song. You are absolutely
5: right. I forgot
3: how that. much I enjoyed Rascal Flatts. <laughs> like they had a really hard minute there when I was growing up. These are
4: ten songs that immediately make you think of a movie on sit and spin.
1: Nine, number nine. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it move it. I'm getting
5: jaws 3 like again.
1: I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, it. like to move
8: it. I like to move it. It's the kid crowd out there, the people with kids are probably getting this. I d I didn't get this.
4: But you have I, kids. Do you have a I
8: kid? do have a kid. I, I mean I'm telling you, this is one that I have not we have not experienced this one yet with our hmm. little guy.
7: What is know? the movie? Chris Tucker, Ben Stiller,
8: it David is Schwimmer, Madagascar.
5: Oh, uh, you know what? I've only seen about half of that once. Luckily, yeah. I didn't have to. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I just started hating kids' movies right after I had kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you started watching
5: because I've said, I said through all of them, man. These
4: are ten songs that immediately make you think of a movie.
5: I'm sitting still. Number eight.
4: All right, Titanic. Oh god! How appropriate. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Is that a flute? Yeah, that's right,
7: Mike. Think about that when you put the song in,
4: huh?
8: I mean, when this movie came out, I think I saw it in the theater like five times. I really? was obsessed. Really? And then when it came out on video, it was in two VHSs, you know? Because that's how it was back I I that in yeah. Get <laughs> Two VHSs, and if you just watch the first one, nothing bad happens. You can just, right. you can just go on with your <laughs> life and you don't have to watch the second one. I, I, I kind
4: of feel bad for Celine Dion because, you know, she was on top of the world. She was like the Adele of her day. And every time I see her now, it's like a TMZ video of her saying something very sad.
5: Well, she's or, a bad
9: shape. something sad's yeah. happened. Like she's like Mick Marsing, dude, over McMarsing, and over. Dude, yeah. and over, yeah. and over Isn't she
5: like just like self petrifying or something. It's, 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 it's never good news.
2: No, what they call it, like stiff person syndrome or something like that.
5: Seriously, dude, it has a name Jesus. like that. You don't. You Seriously. don't question stiff, what's wrong. Stiff Canadian Seriously. syndrome. Seriously. Yeah, I'm it's not, like I'm. yeah, stiff person syndrome. What mm. does it
8: mean? It's in the name. What if like all people with stiff person syndrome can sing really well? Like maybe that's a maybe that's a <laughs> that like, trade off, a, a, a
4: side effect of it. <laughs> These are 10 songs that immediately make you think of a movie. Seven,
3: number seven. Hey, now you're an All right, now we're into Shrekville.
4: Yeah, 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 I cannot hey believe, Taryn Daly, you've never, I've seen, never seen Shrek. have never seen Shrek? Never I've
8: seen never Shrek. Never seen Shrek. But you know what? This is like, to me, This is, I can't remember the year that this came out, but I'm getting like middle school vibes for myself from this song. You'd have so. liked it then. I probably would have loved it. Yeah, you'd and like I'll it now. I'd probably watch it. Within the next couple of years.
5: Are you amazed at the amount of hostility you get when you say <laughs> I haven't seen that blows Shrek my mind. because everyone has the same room? You haven't seen Shrek.
8: And you know what's funny about that? I actually told Brad one time that I wanted us to go as Shrek and Fiona for Halloween, but I've never seen the movie. But I think we could pull it off. <laughs> Teddy. Like, like, we should have a watch party. <laughs> this watch is like Shrek.
4: This is like Ted
7: Star Wars to me.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but he's just doing it out of spite.
8: Yeah. yeah.
7: I mean Shrek's a good movie. We had it I remember we had it on DVD, which was mind blowing. Right. And we'd watch it on different languages. Just to watch the gingerbread man get tortured in French. Yes. <laughs> oh, dang.
8: <laughs> <laughs> my buttons. All right, this is my assignment. I'm going to watch Shrek. All right. all right, I'm in. Ten songs that immediately make you think of a movie
4: on <laughs> Sid and Spin.
3: Six. Number six. Where is my mind? Where is my mind? Where is
5: my mind? He will not get stiff person syndrome based on your theory.
8: <laughs> <laughs> is it a dark movie? Yes, it's a, it's a mind movie. messes with your mind a little bit.
5: We don't talk about it, Ted.
8: We don't talk about
4: oh, it. Oh, Fight Club. There you go. That's right. Good right, call. Right, Good call. Right, right. And who's the band? It's the Pixies. Oh, it's the Pixies. I'm a massive okay, I, Pixies I, I, I know those Pixies are Pogues. I get yeah. those bands confused all the time. The Pixies and the Pogues. Yeah, I do. Just the because they true. both start with Pete. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but that's they sound, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's That is the only similarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Beatles and the Bangles. Oh, there you They're go. They confused all the time. Very similar. Yes. <laughs> Ten songs <in> <laughs> to <eight three laughs> make you think of a movie. Five, five.
5: There you go. Jaws three. How's this
4: Rocky? It's
5: Rocky three. three goddammit Okay. <laughs> he needed the eye of the tiger because he was taking on Clever Lang, aka Mr. T. Yeah. Huh. Which was a whole new man when Mr. T like entered the landscape. I, I think everyone had to do a reset. Like. This is a terrifying man.
4: Didn't Survivor remember. do another song for either Rocky Four? Rocky or
5: Four, and fought the Russian. Yeah, but it didn't do. And like, and it's the same. Like in the burning, song. in the burning
4: heart, or something like that.
5: Was that Yeah, it? that's when he's like, training. He's running up the mountains of Russia. And when he gets yeah. to the top, he screams, Dravo! And if you watch the director's cut, you hear, "What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: over here. What do you mean? Ah! Vodka. <laughs> These are ten songs to make you think of a movie on City Spin.
2: Four, number four.
8: Oh, Dirty Dancing. All right, Ted, I'm running. You got to catch
3: me.
8: Pick me up. We got to be in the water. We haven't practiced. The one
4: thing about this movie, there was no Dirty Dancing in it. It was just
5: dancing.
3: Well, it was a
4: different
5: time. That was Dirty Dancing back then. Yeah, man. I don't think it was dirty at all. I remember back when the Jitterbug had we all got, the parents. We got dirtier in fifth grade dances in
4: this.
8: That's true. There was a lot of grinding. But that movie's
7: supposed to be, what, the 50s or 60s and like, the honorondocks?
8: Adirondacks?
5: Yes? What yeah. What like, you like, call them? Adirondacks? Adirondacks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
7: Different pronunciation there.
8: <now. laughs> Different pronunciation. <laughs> what are the odds,
5: <laughs> fellas, honest to God, the girl comes running up to you, and that kind of moment says, "Pick me up, like maybe it's not going to end well." Why was this so? i, in bro, there's I got mine. no chance. <laughs> why? Why was? What dancing? does your wife weigh? Like what? eight pounds?
4: Yeah. Why were people so concerned about dancing then? You know, like you have put loads, yeah, put loose. Oh, we had, a, you know, then even when you listen to dance music, it's always like you know, we're going to dance like it's the last night of our life. The, don't stop the music. You no know, it's trying to stop your music. <laughs> <laughs> there's no one out there looking at the plug one. I'm going to stop this dance music. Mm. Yeah. These are ten songs <laughs> to make you think. You of have a been movie. To Oklahoma. Three,
8: number three. <laughs>
7: That's reservoir dog. Reservoir dog. Yeah. yeah.
8: We see that here.
7: Super sound of the '70s. Yeah.
8: The was it Cool? Cool Billy? Cool. Cool Billy. What's his name? What's Stephen
7: Wright's name? He's the DJ. Oh, that's right.
8: Is it Cool Billy? I'm making that up. I think mm-hmm. I'm saying it wrong.
4: Well, you know what? Uh, Jerry Raverdy, his biggest song was Baker Street. Lead singer mm-hmm. of Steelers Wheel. some. Mm-hmm. He had some. He had some, he had some uh, yacht rock bangers. I like Baker Street, man. I admit it. Hey,
3: Billy. Ten hey, songs
4: that uh, immediately make you think of a movie on Sentence Fits. No
3: American Psycho?
5: Right the,
1: hey.
3: the
5: Shining. The that street was Genesis. No <laughs> <laughs> solo Phil Collins. <laughs> Back to the Future.
8: Back to the Future.
5: Uh, yeah. I was thinking Amityville Horror. I was so wrong.
4: He wrote some bangers when it came to like, hey man, do a song for a movie.
5: Oh Huey? Yeah. Sure, man.
7: Wait, Huey wait. Lewis is featured in American
5: Psycho. It's huh? hip to
7: be squares, man. <laughs> oh, <now.
4: laughs> I feel like Huey really. <laughs> <laughs> These are ten songs that immediately make you think of a movie we made it. The number one. What?
1: Number one. I went oh
7: yeah. On the
3: Seafair.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: sound effect there
8: man yeah. did you guys did you guys see the new Top Gun
7: I have not. yet. Yes. I did not
5: did
8: they use this song in the movie or is that just in the in the OG
7: I can't remember but they I, I watched it on the plane and I told these two I said it is just it's beautifully done cheesy mm. like it's enough cheese but like not over the top it's everything I heard about
5: the movie my wife and one of her friends went to see it in the theater because they had to and she said, she said it was a great movie because it's absolutely stupid, but they did it perfect. It's exactly yeah. what you wanted okay. it to be. Terry Daly, thank you so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, there we go with uh, ten songs
4: to make you think uh, think of uh, a movie there on Sid and Bin. Coming up, on drink your toast with a shot of the day. You are listening
0: to the Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
3: Reach out to the guys on Twitter, at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. (laughs) What did your
5: dog do that you'll always remember? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Marcel. Welcome to the Men's Room.
10: Hola, bitches. Hola. All right. So, I now have an almost 8-year-old English Mastiff pit mix. And I've had her since she was 8 weeks old. Got her from my dad. Um, she's been a great dog her entire life, except for about three or four years ago, one random, um, week, you know, I don't even know what was going on. Um, I get home one day and I'm living by myself at that time in a, just a one bedroom apartment. And, uh, I get home and the carpet is lifted in my little hallway from my bedroom to my, um, or from my, from my main door to my bedroom and just, you know, all that insulation and all that stuff shredded. And, you know, I don't, you know, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, this is totally unlike her. Like she's never done anything like this before. She's four years old at this time, you know, and I don't really think, any, you know, I don't really do anything about it. Cause I'm just like, Oh, this is like a simple mistake, you know, no punishment, you know, so be it next day I get home. There's now a hole in my bedroom door and all the curtains are torn off of my slider in the back of my it's my it's my sliding glass door to the patio. And all the curtains to my windows are all down and torn. Jesus. And to top it all off, uh, she had decided to take a turd on all of her mess. So on top of all <laughs> this mess and everything going on, she decided to top it off with that. So... Um, it was crazy. I mean, so this was over about the course of like three or four days, I think it was. And I mean, I was, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. So, I mean, I got on Facebook and I like, I posted her, like, I was like, I got to get rid of this dog. I don't know what's gotten into her. I don't have any clue, you know, like, again, this is, this is four years in the, in the making. She's been a great dog. She's never even like chewed a shoe, you know, like, and I couldn't figure it out. I asked vets, anything like that. So, didn't know what was going on. Basically, it fizzled out. And, you know, here we are today. I still have her. You know, she's a great dog. And no, I'm thankful that I didn't get rid of her yet. Did,
5: did you like, ever figure out what got a brass ass to do all that?
10: I don't, you know. And I, I seriously, to this day, it's still kind of, you know, I, I think about it. it randomly, you know. It's something I'll never forget. So, it's like, I wonder to this day what happened. Like, was somebody harassing her? Like, so I lived in an upstairs apartment. So, it's not like there was somebody ground floor that could be like consistently walking by or like a dog that she could see walking by like I don't know what it was. So I was like is somebody throwing something at my window is something antagonizing her, you know? And to this day I still still don't know what was going
5: on. Huh. But uh did anyone offer yeah. to take your dog when you put it up on Facebook?
10: Um there was an offering but um, you know, kind of, you know, I'm a dog person and, you know, I feel like I would be the last person to ever get rid of my dog. And I feel like I kind of was in my, I'm kill his dog. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like I, I I'm going to get rid of her. Like, you know, I couldn't do it. So my dad's friend ended up, you know, he was, she was like, I can take her. But again, I came to my senses and, you know, I kind of called it all off and I was like, yeah. I'm just going to keep her everything's you know i'm gonna obviously try to get through it and yeah here we are today
5: i get a man look i want to get rid of my dog four times a day every day it, it's well, a baguette it's enough for or, a crab dip well actually my my i was my wife followed up with that i might kill her since it was dinner yes we understand that's mm-hmm. what my wife said mm-hmm. she probably has posted on facebook right now mm-hmm. free dog but once you get past it like we'll just buy another baguette but yeah like four times a day like i'm gonna kill this dog so you can't mm-hmm. leave food out i get. well i guess not baguette I mean, we've had all these. All honey, baguette. Well, the honey, yeah, the honey, we discovered that. But at the same time, so we had that party on Friday for the end of the year, whatever, for the kids. So there's a ton of ham- or, uh, hamburger and hot dog rolls, a couple of several. They're all out on the dining room table. I mean, she could easily get Like, if you like bread, this mm-hmm. bread, tons of it, has been sitting there all weekend. And I'm not asking her to do that. So you would just think bread is safe. And put the baguette in a higher place. I know it's on the kitchen island, a little bit higher than the dining room table. She wanted the baguette. I guess she has taste. Hey, what did yeah. your dog
7: do that you'll always remember? 206-803-ROD. Your dog eats some high-end stuff. Filets, honey, Oh, baguettes. the filets
5: kill me, man. Those things have been marinating all day. We have been texting each other all day. I Meanwhile, she's like, it smells so good in here. I'm like, oh, dude. You know, just the garlic, oh, the whole nine, right? And then we're going to grill them when I get home from work. We walk into the house. Well, the steaks that were on the island are no longer on the island. And here's a dog face down on the floor with the last of the three that she'd eaten. I, and, man, I'm telling you, the house smells so good. I mean, it really, you just walked in. They didn't cook yet. It smelled that good. And I'm like, I'm going to kill dog. The dog knows. I'm going to kill this dog. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Like, I hate you. But I love her. <laughs> Hello, Todd. Welcome to the men's room.
1: Hey. Hola, bitch. Ola, Hola. 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 So what's your story? What's my story? Yes. Yeah. I, my dog, I, I had an, uh, an Akita. If you know what those are. Yes, sure. yes we do. An Akita. Okay, well, um, he was a really good dog. He used to plow his face into the toilet and come and wipe it off in my lap. But anyway, <laughs> he had about 100 acres to go out. I would let him out before I had to go to work to go out and play and do what he had to do. And I worked swing shift and it was time... That i had to go to work and he'd come back to the house and i it was a normal thing but well, one day he came back into the house and uh well he found a porcupine uh-oh uh-oh is right
4: <laughs> how bad was that because we just had a we just had a thing about hugging a porcupine on one of our uh, polls that we yeah. do on uh, big dummy day and apparently even if you're a human being and you encounter a porcupine you need to go to the veterinarian because they are more skilled to remove the quills or the Correct, the because they're barbed, yeah. Because more
1: dogs end up
4: in, in in that situation than humans.
1: Right, but here's the deal. I was making minimum wage in Washington State with my swing shift because I, le- I was on swing shift, making a whopping $5.01 an hour. I couldn't afford a vet. So what I did, I took him into the bathroom. And I cornered him he, he he really trusted me. And I got a pair of pliers and I pulled all the quills out, a hole out of his muzzle. And then I pulled all the quills out in his gums, between his teeth, in in the in the roof of his mouth. I was pulling quills out of everywhere.
4: And was, the, was the dog letting you do this or was he obviously in some pain?
1: Well, he was in pain, but he, he trusted me so much that he knew I was going to get him out of pain. Ah, I mean, okay. how long did that take and, to heal? Well, the problem is, so I got him, go- and I figured, oh yeah,
7: hey, you, you can't cut, you're real comfortable.
3: Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes now. Here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nugent. Head chef and the house.
7: Thank you, folks. Thank you. Obviously, for me, in my kitchen, dip season kind of starts in the fall. Football gets going. You get out those dips. Sure. But obviously, there's a lot of dips for different times of year, and some of them I just don't think about. Now today we've been eating a blue crab dip with old bay in it and cream cheese and just deliciousness. Yes, that could be. Now, granted, I'm from Maryland, but that could be eaten all time here. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know what I mean? God, but is that good? It, it is. It is delicious. Mm. But these are some summertime dip recipes. Delicious and plentiful. There is a lot of dip in there. My wife said, oh, "Hey, I'm going half
5: and make you guys crab dip for the show. Cool. Everyone appreciates it. People have torn into she that. She pulled dip. that thing out today. I'm like, my God, that is a lot of crab dip." Correct. So it's
7: tab gone now. It is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some work was put in. Uh, let's see. First, of all, again, these are going to be some summer dip recipes. Summer dip makes me feel fine. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, I'm just saying more like, but like, you can, obviously I make a spinach dip. You could make that any time of year. Sure. I just think more of football holidays is Cause when I more bring like, it. Well, because you make it in a bread bowl. Sitting
5: around. Right. Yeah. You're going to sit down. You know you're not going to move much. That, that, that's more why I think of dips, because you're right, football season specifically. I like pico. Uh, I like salsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the you know the good stuff with Mexican food,
4: uh, as far as guacamole goes. But I'm telling you, one of my favorites still, and it doesn't matter what time of the year it is, because it doesn't seem to be the worst in the but based on the hot dip today, queso fundido.
5: That stuff, if it's on your menu, I will order it. I've had it with chorizo. Yes, that is specifically oh how I like God, it. Oh,
7: God, that's amazing. I mean, I, you're... It is those so are good. delicious, but for some reason I don't think it's like I don't think a salsa is a dip. I don't know. No, so like, like, what about chips like, and so, It's just like, hey, I'm bringing chips and you salsa.
5: Your chips in salsa, right? But for some reason, we don't think of it as being a dip. Right, and you gotta of to dip fact responsibly. That, and all you do is is dip crap into it. What about hummus? Is, is hummus a dip or a
7: spread? So this made this made the list as a uh, they're saying you can make it homemade for summertime. Okay, and that counts as a dip. I I'll be honest with you, hummus to me is only a dip. Really? Like I've never made something at home and put hummus on it.
5: No, I mean, like, I've only put done it, on a pita. Yeah, pita, and then something else goes on the pita. I rarely dip anything in hummus if I have hummus. Yeah, I'm spreading it. But yeah, I'm I don't the eat vegetables, and I think that's the difference. If I eat vegetables, I probably dip vegetables
7: into the hummus. Well, they make little tiny pitas, or you can get a big pita and just yeah. rip it apart. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> I guess I just part. don't sit around the house. I, like I just don't ha- not sit around the house, but like I don't have Euro meat sitting in my house. Yeah, no, I don't part. think anyone does.
4: <laughs> yeah. God. I don't even know if you can buy it. I wouldn't leave. Could you buy that at the store? Yeah, do they have, like, can I buy it, like, pre-made like, You like, meats? Can I fry it up in a pan, like bacon?
7: It's already sliced. Yeah, I guess you can't. I mean, because sometimes you land. order from a pizza place or whatever, and that you could tell it's like those smaller strips. Correct. So like they get that, so that means there's got to be Euro somewhere, meat man. Yeah, somewhere out there, you could probably buy. God, it frozen. I love a good Euro. I look. If anything, I've learned in the last few years, you could probably buy it frozen. You could probably make it in an air fryer. You know what? But, but
4: you said you have a new recipe with uh,
7: uh, Tzatziki sauce. I do not Tzatziki sauce or tzatziki, makes I'm sorry. sauce <laughs> makes the list as something good to to dip it. What I would say it is, uh, I'm sure they have it at Fred Meyer QFC. There is a tzatziki and feta dip. That is awesome. Okay. Again, you could use it as a spread, whatever. I like it just with some crackers. Do you put
4: it uh, in a different container when you take it to someone's house, or do you leave it nope. in the... Uh, okay,
7: all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just leave it in <laughs> yeah, there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, look, I'm already the dip king. I don't got to lie. <laughs> uh, they, I like this one. It says, summer salsa with a shot. Fresh tomato salsa with just a dash of heat from the jalapeno. But a couple of teaspoons of tequila to help kick it up a next level. Ooh, okay, I, I've never that makes had sense. that. Never had that before. I've had a lot of salsa in the summer with shots. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I, I mean, have too. It. I've it's had great. them separately. I guess I got to swish them in my right. mouth together. Uh, let's see uh, a zesty herb dip. Uh, they say uh, just put together a handful of ingredients: tangy sour cream, some spices from your pantry, and a touch of lemon and fresh herbs. They're Isn't not they? wrong.
5: They're not wrong. It's real easy and it's good.
7: Yeah, it is. I, really, I mean, because we have a bunch of herbs
5: growing outside of the house now, and I keep bringing them in and just chopping up and making something. Half the time. you it's can't go herb wrong, butter,
7: with or whatever the hell it's going to be. But I've not thought of that. And summertime also—that's like this—is what corn shines. For. Oh man, like corn and watermelon. And again, you can eat these all any time of year, but corn and watermelon, like that's a summertime staple. So uh, they put grilled corn salsa and grill. I'm not sure if I've had that grilled corn salsa. i have not. I've had it before had a Mexican place.
5: I've had it. Yeah. And it's good, man. You know what? Honest to God, I just like corn on the cob. Like, just give me the corn
7: still attached to the body. You know what I'm saying? We have some in the refrigerator right now. I love corn in general. So I like corn salsas. For a while, I would I would always get black bean and corn salsas as opposed to tomato yep. sauce. But now I'm older. I can eat the tomato chunks from a little baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I like corn in all forms, mm-hmm. right? Can of corn, easy Cream fly. Corn. Cream corn. Yeah. Corn, right. corn on the cob. Like, corn. right? Like, you never, like corn bread. Like there's very few corn thi- corn fritter. Yeah. <laughs> like there's very few okay, things. Okay, Bubba. I know, I know. Right. Elote dip. Mike mm-hmm. got me turned on to that. Yep. There's one at, I know we were getting the one from Costco, but you could find more elote dips around there too. And elote is like the Mexican style way of making corn. Which is tremendous. Yeah. It is. It, it is super delicious. Uh, buffalo hummus. Basically, you're just making your hummus. You can add some buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm down with you
5: that. You can add yeah, Frank's too. buffalo sauce. Well, the,
7: the, normally when you buy hummus, they have four or five varieties. There's
5: mm-hmm.
4: garlic, roasted red pepper, uh, black uh, pepper. Uh, they have Montreal seasoning hummus I've seen. I haven't Roach.
7: seen that one. The everything bagel one is good, but it's a that's little in my s- fridge right now. Well, that's it's a this- little salty. I haven't tried it yet. My out. Oh, it's it phenomenal. Okay.
4: Well, hey. am I not mistaken that uh, it's just a nif- different name on the same thing with Montreal seasoning and the everything bagel? As no. As far as the same ingredients are concerned.
5: Oh, no. No, no, no. Really, completely you, different. I don't think you could really like season a steak with the everything bagel stuff. Because most of the stuff would burn off. You're talking sesame okay, seeds, right, poppy right, seeds. Right, Montreal okay, seasoning, right. I want to say it's more spices all right. and stuff like that.
7: Correct. And, like, I'm not super into nuts and everything, but I don't know how. That pine nut hummus is delicious. Pine nut hummus. I've not tried mm-hmm. that. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I like this one. Combining cultures. Tangy guacamole ranch dip. Okay, so instead of works.
4: putting in uh, your secret ingredient, you would put in ranch and make it. You creamy could add that ranch way.
7: dressing, right, to kind of make it a little a uh, little creamier. And don't worry, look, I'll tell anybody. I was saying earlier in the office, I put a little dollop of mayonnaise in my guacamole. Okay. And before you attack me, I learned this from a girl that was half Mexican, half Irish. Okay, and that was her secret. I was always like, "Man, your homemade guacamole is good." <laughs> that was the Irish side. <laughs> <laughs> that was her mom's
4: side yeah well, no, man, they, i mean they slather that corn and, and the mayonnaise That's
2: a yes the they sauce. do and yeah. it's
7: good i yeah, wasn't and, and sold listen, on that idea but man it, it is fantastic and trust me homemade guacamole is the easiest thing to make you can take your time and make a very good recipe or you can do what i do sometimes just mash up a couple uh avocados Get a couple spoonfuls of uh, of, of pico, mm-hmm. even, even if you just got a yeah, spoonful of salsa. It's, it's already got the uh, onions cut up. It's, it's got it in there, right. And right, then just mix the it, it together. What's uh, that? By
5: the way, uh, real quick, somebody says Costco has Euro meat
7: pre-sliced. Just heat and eat. Huh. They, I mean, Costco is everything. I know. I everything. Know. Everything. Uh, now, this is a big one, and a shout out to another uh, sous chef of mine, Taryn Daly, she brought this one year to the festival and broke it out on Sunday. She made a vat of this Texas caviar. And, I mean, people were plowing what through What is it. in Texas caviar? It's it's a fresh dip that's made in uh, minutes with canned beans, corn, tomatoes, peppers, and onions. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, come and on. And it's just, I, on
5: a hot day or whatever, it is just refreshing. And that's like the perfect, those are mm-hmm. the ingredients that need to be together.
7: Right, a Texas caviar is another thing. Oh, most of these summer dips you were asking earlier. You know, do you, would you spread out hummus or would you use it a dip? Most of these go either way. Right. You yep. know what I mean? Like you could put them on something, or you could just eat them uh, yourself. You could put them on top of like a, a grilled chicken breast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eat it that way too. Uh, we got Texas caviar on there. Some some of these are a little uh, homemade onion dip always makes it. Sure. sure and listen, right. I, you can ask Miles and I've been doing this for years. It is so simple. I don't know how to explain it. If you just put the Lipton's onion soup and that's sour cream together. Need, yeah. It tastes a lot better than 100 buying 100 times better than buying a pre-made one there. I did read a recipe earlier today where they were doing the same basic thing but with caramelized
4: onions. And that's just fine. I'm just not sure what the other seasonings are that you need to kind right, of complete right, right. the dip, but that was uh, pretty strong. Oh, also don't forget the most delicious dip you can get all summer long. Men's Room Roasted Red Salsa from San Juan Salsa Company.
5: There you go. Exactly. Hell yeah.
4: Now that is some of the best salsa. That is, that honestly. is. Ados to God. Dip responsibly. Dip responsibly. <laughs> yes. Not available on the Odyssey app, unfortunately, but uh, you can pick it up at your favorite uh, local grocer for sure. Coming up on we'll Drinking Toads with a shower of the day, you are listening to The Men's Room.
3: Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. Name is
5: Big two zero six eight zero three rock. Day Hello Dana, Day. welcome to the men's
4: room.
10: Hola. Hola. Hola
4: Dana, are you sober or not sober? I'm
10: sober.
7: I'm still working. All
4: right. Dana, Why does everyone let money?
5: that
7: stop them? That's hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. The last guy was like excited sober, <laughs> which is nice. He was excited.
5: Yeah. Usually people are real down. I'm
4: sober. Dana, what do you want to come back as? A cockroach, a possum, a snake, or a catfish?
5: A snake. And what kind of snake are you going to be? A
10: boa constrictor.
5: All right. Oh, you just want to crush people.
10: Mm-hmm. I just love yep. giving hugs.
5: <laughs> uh, from our listeners here, Ted, uh, another piece of trivia. All right. Harry Potter. Uh, it says, fun piece of Harry Potter trivia. Dumbledore once gave Professor McGonagall Hogwarts. Oh, no. Yeah. I, see, yep. I didn't even know that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, they okay. got me. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, everybody. All right. Here is your question. What gaming app, which was a monster hit back in 2016, has been credited with teaching Americans the metric system? Oh, man. Mike, you were a huge fan of this when it came out. Oh, was I? You were. Uh, Drug dealer.
10: Uh, oh, my daughter would know this. Um, Roblox?
5: Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Uh,
10: oh, she's going to kill me.
5: Pokemon Vamanos. Here's another Ted question. In the Star Wars movie, what kind of farm does Luke Skywalker grow up on?
1: Shoot.
5: It's also the nickname for my junk.
7: He <laughs> grew up on that dude's farm?
10: <laughs> I don't know.
5: It's a moisture farm. That's why I nicknamed my junk the Moisture Farm. (laughs) Would you like to visit the Moisture Farm, everybody? I thought it was a bantha farm. That is like the unsexiest term anyone could use. Hey, big boy, want to check out my Moisture Farm? I did up until you
7: said it. Come in the room. It's like a Moisture Farm in here. (laughs) Oh,
5: God. (laughs) There
7: you go. Miles, another farm. That's right. Moisture Farm. (laughs) There's a lot more farms than I thought. There's an ant farm. But technically, I thought it was Lando Carissian. What are you talking about? Oh, your penis. my penis. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yes. That dude has a farm, too? Ted is correct.
5: <laughs> Dana, I lied to you. The actual <laughs> nickname for my penis is, in fact, Lando Calrissian. Ted is 100% correct on that. But yes. Much
10: better.
5: Uh, well, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'll let my penis know you think so. All right, Dana, your question on The Simpsons. Who is Radioactive Man's boy sidekick? It's also the name of a band. Radiohead. Hmm. Uh, that's where we like to get in the biz, you know what I'm talking about. Uh,
10: uh-huh.
5: It'd be Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. Uh-huh. What a terrible band. God, I just thought they were bad. They still are. Are they still around? Are they still doing oh, stuff? Yeah. Isn't that the Pete Wentz band? Is he Fall Out no, Boy or is he the no, other
4: no one? that's the other one.
5: There's like three of
4: them that I think yeah. are all the same. I don't know, I'd, that, have, uh, I'd like, have to ask it's Danny. That, it's that cul-de-sac know. angry rock.
5: Yeah. I have nothing to be angry about, so I'm going to
4: write an angry I cannot song. I believe my parents make over $100,000 a year. I'm <laughs> in my own bedroom
7: with a TV <laughs> in it. I'm so angry. And those two are actually related. They were named because of the Simpsons character. Yeah, Fallout Boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Is that Pete Wentz's band?
6: Uh...
7: Come on, Mike. Everyone wants yes. to know. Yes. It is Pete, it is Wentz's, Pete, Pete Wentz's band. Hey, Dan, right. good news
5: it's Pete Wentz's band. Fallout Boy. Lucky. All right, here's your. <laughs> what is the more common term for radio detection and ranging?
10: I'm doing
3: awful today. I don't know. Also a mash character. Mm-hmm. Radar. Radar.
7: Uh. that deep reference there, Mr. Hawk. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> we all had our parents watch it.
7: All right,
5: that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Question five, Dana. Uh, by the way, Ted, the, the Harry Potter trivia is really rolling in from the listener. All right, what do we got? Uh, fun piece of Harry Potter trivia. The Goblet of Fire, which is named in one of the books, is also the nickname for Hermione's moisture farm. Oh, that just no. came in. Wow. The, the oh. Goblet of Fire. No. Which would be scarier to you? You want to see my moisture farm or you want to visit my Goblet of Fire? I All feel right. like <laughs> Goblet of Fire, I'm going to get a disease where Correct. the moisture farm, it's just sloppy, you know?
3: Holding me to the line.
4: Did
2: you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> That's why Dumbledore was so mad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, your question. Unagi is the Japanese word for what? Terrible. Can you say
1: it again?
5: Unagi. You can find it on a, like a sushi menu. It's an animal. So unagi is the Japanese word for what?
1: This shrimp?
5: Eel. Eel. <laughs> yummy, yummy eel. God, is that good? It yeah. is good, but man, I, I questioned the first person that looked at an eel and said, you know what? I want to eat that.
3: I haven't been able yeah. to get into unagi. I tried it. Really? I tried it several times and it's just not mine.
5: Really? Is it the texture or is it the taste?
7: A little bit of both.
5: Because Miles told me about it. He's like, dude, you got to try it. And I'm like, man, I've seen it on menus, but barbecue eel is not the greatest sales pitch for yeah. me, I guess. So I finally tried it, and I'm like,
7: this is tremendous. It is great. You cannot believe how ugly a freshwater eel is either. That's, are... that's my issue, is that I just can picture what it looks like. But it is delicious every time I get it. Is, it. I, I think you always think what it looks like as you're eating it. Like, you would boy. never eat a lingcod. No. Actually, you that's a great it. point. That's a disgusting looking fish. Or a <laughs> soft-shell
5: crab <laughs> sandwich. Yeah, right? I mean, I I there's mean, a number yeah. of things. <laughs> Might turn you off kind of quick. All right, your question. What? what <laughs> You're right, there's a lot of <laughs> ungood looking things that we eat. I'm mean, at shrimp. You want to eat a water bug? Like, sure, man. Just rip the shell off and eat the meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your question. What actor played Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy?
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> what is his name?
5: That is exactly what I asked you.
6: You hate- shall not pass!
5: He's angry. He's a sir.
3: I can
10: picture him, and I cannot remember
7: his name. I almost don't want to tell you. Sir. Hey, it is sir. Sir. Come on. Vigellum, Vigellum, sir. Vigellum. Now, right he's now? always hanging out with the Star Patrick's Trek Stewart. dude. Yeah. Uh, Come on. No, You're close. Man. It is something. Ian McCallister. Ian, Ian McAllister. Ian, Ian McKellen, oh. yes. Okay. Question number seven, Hello. Dana. Question number
5: seven for Dana. All right, it's multiple choice. What record label owns the rights to every Elvis recording ever made? Is it Warner Brothers, Geffen, RCA, or Sony? Sony? RCA. RCA. Oh. I really hate Elvis's music, man. I, I really do. I just think he sucked, dude. I think he was on Sun Records to begin with, and they must have bought that catalog. I guess. I don't know, man. I mean, I know he was popular and all, but god damn, he was terrible. All right, who was Rocky's opponent in Rocky Three? Mister Key. Do you Here remember? Do you remember his character's name?
1: It's <laughs> what Ted used to be.
5: Clubber Lang. Mm-hmm. He Clubber was Lang. Clubber Lang, Lang, for Lang, God's sake! Come on, man. Yeah. Hello, Spencer. Welcome to the men's room.
1: Aloha, bitch. Hola. Hola.
5: Spencer, are you sober or not sober?
4: Sober. Sober? Sober. All right, Spencer. Hello? Welcome to Big Dummy. Never done sign language over the phone before. That was the first. All right, Spencer, come back as one. Cockroach, possum, snake, or catfish? Uh, catfish. Man, those barbs are killer. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> can get a
5: sweet mustache, bruh. you got a human hand down your throat
1: (laughs) It's not always a bad thing I
5: like it Alright, here's your question Multiple choice What is Ozzy Osbourne's real first name? Is it John, Jeff, Gregory, or Simon? Uh, Gregory? John? John John Osbourne Damn That's so much less exciting all of a sudden I'm thinking Ozzy All right, your question, what was Babe Ruth's real first name? Herman, Howard, Douglas, or George? Wasn't
1: that Herman? George, George, but his middle name was Herman.
5: Yeah, George Herman 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 Ruth. Ruth. All right, your question, in what state did a young Clark Kent grow up? Not a big place. Nebraska. Oh, so close! The other boring one, Kansas.
6: Yeah.
5: Oh, that's right, Smallville, right? Yeah, yeah. Question four. All right, question number four. What actress played Ellen Ripley in the Alien movies? Oh, uh,
1: Sigour- Sigourney Weaver.
5: <laughs> okay, and I had to look- I'm like Sigourney. So I actually looked it up. It is an actual name. I don't know if it's like just some dumbass stage name cause it's so, but it means the conqueror. That's a
3: pretty bad
5: asshole. What's your name? I'm the Conqueror
3: Weaver, bitch. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network.
4: Heart of a minute to drinking time.
3: Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So, to you, we say. Bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink
5: time it is, and as usual, we head to Drink Desk and Stephen Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast 36-year-old Joseph Moulton of Nipples, Florida. Oh, my bad. Typo. Naples, Florida. Joseph is being held on $30,000 bond after being charged with felony counts of burglary and grand theft. What did he do to earn these sustations? I'm glad you asked. Joseph, he jumped the fence, then he hid in a cop car, then he hid in some bushes. That before shoving a garden hose under a door and flooding a corridor with an inch of water. Keep in mind, this was at the Naples Police Department headquarters, but he still was not done. He then breached a the security door, went into the police headquarters, took a shower, stole a police uniform, and before he left, defecated on the floor. And he did all of this without any of the officers inside of the Naples Police Department headquarters noticing. They finally noticed a defecation on the floor two and a half hours after he did it. Then looked at security footage, still couldn't find him. Lucky for them, one of the top detectives, a 7-Eleven cashier, talked about a suspicious man outside of the store at about 6:45 p- a.m. And that's when they finally caught him. Wow, this that's is unreal. police headquarters. You flooded the room, you breached security, you took a shower, you stole a uniform, you pooped on the floor. Oh, and he ate something as well. All he didn't do was know. shave. He did took care of two of the That's three. That's basically, that two is unbelievable S's. to me that no one noticed until the 7-Eleven guy said, hey, I think this is the guy you're looking for. So we poured this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down, down the, the hole,
4: bichona. Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast.
3: Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with miles and thrill. Oh man.
1: A double flush production.